Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing and following. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. Today, I can't even wait. We're talking to my new good friends, Joanna Sarah and Barbara Kent. They're the co-founders of Birdie Boutique. And... They are blowing it out right now. It's so cool. You're going to love hearing about them, their story, their company, their brands, which are like not only online, but in going into tons of retail stores. Um, it's such a cool story. I'm so uh, excited today. Um, Joanna and Barbara, so great to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. It's so awesome. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> Thanks for having us today. I'm so glad both of you are here. It's so fun. Um, let's do this. Before we jump into Birdie Boutique, Let's talk about each of your backgrounds. And we'll start with Joanna. Why don't you share a little bit about your story? You've got an incredible, both of you have incredible stories. It's really fun um, before launching the business, but share a little bit about your background. Thanks, Justin. Yeah. So my name is Joanna. Um, I myself and actually both my sister and I are immigrants. So we came over to the U.S. in 1988 and we grew up in pretty poor circumstances. Um, we grew up in a little town in Michigan called Hamtramck. And as we worked our way up, we really, truly valued education because we knew that that was our way out of poverty. So I myself am a Wayne State graduate and went on to become a teacher. After about 10 years, I left teaching and my sister and I at the same time were leaving our careers. And that's kind of when everything started. I am an award-winning teacher in the state of Michigan and really, truly have a passion for education. And as we continue, you'll hear that is where a lot of our um, background and everything comes from, where we decided to make a lot of our products is where the inspiration came from. Well, I love that. And cool story. And I, I love that you're in the teaching space. And on the flip side, Barbara, you have an, a, a different background, which I think is really cool. And it's going to play into our story today. Why don't you share a little bit about you and uh, what you were doing before you guys launched this business? Sure, Absolutely. So after high school, I went to uh, West Point and I graduated and then commissioned as a uh, military police officer. I served for about 13 years. And um, then when I had ended my career um, around the same time as Joanna did, um, we started our business. The great thing is, is that uh, because of today's technology and our amazing world, we, uh, I'm able to work with her from Germany. I am in Germany right now. My husband is still active duty and we're stationed here. Um, so um, yeah, that's my background. Um, I, I spent it. a whole bunch of time in the military. I have two kids and my <laughs> husband's in the army. I love it. You guys are like, uh, you guys are doing this even distance wise. I think it's really, really cool. Um, for those that don't know Birdie Boutique, you're going to love learning more about them. Certified disabled veteran and women owned small Michigan business. Uh, they've got some incredible products um, like the car seat ponchos, learn, learning in weighted blankets, and the message tapestries and more. I can't even wait. You guys have to tell us like how you came up with these. So um, how did you guys decide to launch a business and why in this whole kind of retail space? Well, I think that when, when we first were both leaving our careers, it all, it seemed like the everything in the universe was aligned. We were both, I was leaving my teaching careers 
Barbara was leaving the army and we were just kind of like, okay, what do we do now? And I was having, um, I have three children now and I was having my first baby and Barbara was really into sewing. And so she was sewing um, these things called car seat ponchos, which is a fleece um, blanket that basically is a hooded blanket for kids that you throw over them over the car seat so that when they're in the car seat, they could be buckled underneath the poncho versus being buckled over a heavy coat, which is not safe for kids to be oh, buckled over a coat in a car seat. Okay. So she started sewing those and I said to her, hey, you know what, you should pop these up on Etsy and see what happens. Well, she popped those up on Etsy and they started selling really, really fast. We also have always had a strong passion for birds. Yes. We just always like bird watching. We just, <laughs> it was something that we really loved. So we also decided to add a lot of bird things to our collections. Um, Barbara was applicating little, um, all kinds of birds onto <laughs> one piece and we had bird earrings and we had all these kinds of bird things, but we quickly realized that not everybody had such a passion for birds. <laughs> <laughs> Which I got to so, ask you about that in a minute. But <laughs> keep yeah, going. So we kind of decided to, we quickly learned that lesson and decided to just take that as a loss, kind of push <laughs> the bird things aside and started to focus more on the ponchos and then the regular onesies. We started doing some birthday onesies for little boys that have a big one on them. And so we started selling the ponchos and the onesies. And as Etsy increased, we realized we could not keep up with production. So we actually took a trip to China to meet with uh, some various factories there, found a factory we were very aligned with, and decided to start mass producing some of our products. Wow. So we we started mass producing them and also during that same time entered the Amazon space, which really was a game changer for our business, especially when we started to FBA on Amazon, our sales really took off. Wow. And then we started to create some other products and I'll let Barbara jump in here. Um, so our, and I, I have to give Joanna the credit, she came up with these blankets, but because we education is so unbelievably important for us and has so much meaning for us because it got us to where we are today. We want, we love everything that has to do with education. So we thought we were, she and I were actually at a um, WeBank conference in Seattle and we thought to ourselves, why don't we make a blanket with sight words on it? And literally we sat there in the evening, came up with all these, she found all these sight words lists and we arranged them on this PDF thing. Um, she's super techie. And uh, we sent them off and we had them put on a blanket and it's been our best selling blanket. So we wow. thought, you know, let's, let's do some other educational blankets. Uh, so we have several different themes and we got some amazing artists to do some original work for us uh, to put that onto our, um, onto our blankets. And uh, those have actually been, um, I'm sure we'll mention later, we got into a lot of retail space and those sure. have actually been great sellers on retail space. I love that. Okay. So, um, I, I, you're, and it's perfect. I, I love what you guys have shared. Um, yeah, for, I, I've never, uh, we've never talked about birds in 500 episodes. And so I was, when I was doing my homework on you guys, I was like, Oh, this will be fun. Cause I mean, like I've never told our audience that like I grew up and we used to like write down the birds we see on a little list. And we had our bird book and binoculars at the window and we would go places. And I mean, like our family was like, 
a family of bird watchers like in on my dad's side it. it's so funny um i love it but you're right not everybody um is into that and so anyway i will have, i'm gonna ask you about that in a minute um so very very cool you, you guys uh I, I love how you talked about how you came up with these products when was there a point when i guess it was probably your um etsy sales that you were like oh my gosh i think we have something here like when did you know it was becoming more than just a neat little hobby does that make sense Yes, probably when I could not keep up with the sewing. I've always loved sewing, <laughs> right? I, and I think I've explored it. That's that's amazing. So you were having yeah, to sew I, them, and so I mean, like, how could you do that? Like, were you doing them on like when you'd get an order, then you'd make it, or what? Is that how you were? So we, yes, yes, yes. We I had some pre-made, some patterns that were that were the same. So I had some pre-made, but I would make custom orders, and. Um, it en I ended up getting quick. It took me about 45 minutes, about an hour to make one. But then I just honestly could not keep up. And my husband called our basement a sweatshop and <laughs> I never left. And um, whenever, you know, whenever it'd be dinner time, I'd be down there sewing and I'm becoming a hunchback because I'm just over my sewing machine for so many hours. So at that point, and we, we'd always get so many compliments on these. We'd always get so many compliments. Moms just love them. And kids love them because they can just throw them on and take them off. So at that point, we're like, you know what? We have something really good going here. Um, let's see if we can if we can go a little bit bigger. Wow. Love that. Um, yeah. And for those who haven't checked out um, Birdie Boutique, dot com um you can check out their product there but all and hear more of their story but also i mean i was looking on amazon like the reviews are almost five star on all these like it's amazing i mean the car seat poncho toddler boy blanket green dinosaur warm <laughs> i know you have to put all that in there for search capabilities and all that, but yep. that one's like anyway i like that's pretty cool um i like and i think the other issue too was you know because they're in the service they move every two to three years. So every two to three years, Barbara was not only packing up her sewing machine, oh my but she gosh. was packing up, you know, 30, 40 boxes of fleece and wow. fabric and different things that also posed, I think, a small issue. Wow. So, yes. Okay. Every few years. So, so I so love... <laughs> no, I can imagine. So how... Okay. How did you guys divide up the work initially? So Barbara, you were doing a lot of the sewing, and then Joanna, like, what were you? What was your focus? I, as co-founders, I always love to hear kind of how you guys have divided up the work. I think we have a great balance because even though we're sisters and best friends, we have extremely different personalities and different yes. things that we're good at. <laughs> so we really do yin and yang. We really do balance each other out. I like being at the forefront. I like social media marketing, talking to people. Barbara likes finances. She loves numbers. Oh. She loves sewing. Um, I love coming up with ideas and things like that. So we really do have a good balance. Like when we first got on Amazon, I was so intimidated and overwhelmed. Right. But Barbara is the one that was able to get into the details. Exactly. Onboarded, yeah. Yep. Onboarded properly. So we do even now onboarding with retailers. She doesn't mind doing all that heavy paperwork and everything. And so we really are a great balance. I love that. that. Yeah. I mean, even getting listings like like you were mentioning on Amazon, it's not so simple, right? You don't just put a, uh, a oh. nice description and a title, as you guys know. I mean, there's search words. There's like the way you do the title. There's the the bullets you include, the photos and images. All of that plays into the effectiveness, right? I mean, yes, it's a lot of work for sure. <laughs> okay. So um, got it. So you're, you launch 
you, I, and you're doing Etsy. You got your own website. Like, when did it go beyond e-commerce? You mentioned in some other retail stores. How did that play out? Joanna, you want me to take this one on? Yeah, I can take it. So a couple of years ago, Barbara had kind of mentioned, she goes, hey, you know, it'd be really cool to be in retailers. And I said to her, oh, that seems like <laughs> so much work. I like e-commerce. I right. liked being you know, virtual and remotely working with you all the time. That just seems like we have to hold on to inventory. And right. it's just a lot. Right. To me, it didn't seem that appealing, but I said, you know what? You know, we both have say so in this business. Let's give it a try. So what we did is we brought on a sales and business development manager. Um, and what's funny is we met this young lady online again when we put up the ad. But turns out that all of us are 100% Polish, that all wow. of us went through the same Polish Girl Scout organization out of Hamtramck. And it was just really crazy how the stars all aligned. Really cool. And so she came on. And she was able to go through some e-commerce programs um, online that kind of helped you transition from e-commerce to um, retail space. She went through a WeBank um, program as well, um, the Women's Women-Owned Business Conference that was able to train you on how to get on retail shelves. And she set up some meetings for us and was able to do that. And our first experience was getting onto Meyer shelves which Meyer is a retailer here. Yeah, um, they massive. Twitter, 40 stores. Yeah, they're very massive. And because we are a Michigan business and they are based here in Michigan, they really support local businesses and gave us the chance to put our learning blankets on shelves. Mm -hmm. And what they did is they actually were able to highlight our veteran-owned, women-owned business by letting our blankets be displayed on end caps. Oh, nice. During Easter yep. this year, back in April and May. So that was an amazing experience for us. And what we noticed is as soon as you get on one retailer, <laughs> it kind of gives you, well, it gives you that, you know, credibility. Right. Credibility. And you're able to then, as you put that on your capability statement, your business resume, you're able to more easily um, go on different shelves. So we've been very grateful for that. Not only did we offer Meyer our wholesale current design blankets that were on their end caps, but we also do private label now, which means that we can design things for retailers under their label, but we're the designers behind it. Oh, wow. So we've kind of been playing with both. Um, we are also launching at 200 Walgreens stores this fall, which wow. we're super excited about. I mean, it's kind of unbelievable. We're also launching next Easter for private label um, at Pop Shelf stores, which are a division of Dollar General. That's right. And we're so pleased to say that this December, we are going to be at all of our hair, all of the Harris Teeter stores. Wow. As well. over I love Harris Teeter. So it's been quite an experience. All of this retail stuff has happened in the last year and a half. So everything is just happening very, very fast. And we're so excited. <laughs> it's exciting. Um, lots of growth potential. Now, how are you keeping up with like the, the, like the, for example, each of those retailers has different order methods and order quantities and delivery requirements and setting up the SKUs yes. and like all the nuts and bolts details that most people don't realize. Um, are you guys doing that yourselves? Or are you having to get help or how is that working? I, I am, I am holding on to all of that. And it is, uh, it's, it's very busy, but um, for the most part, I feel all the retailers are kind of similar. They all have their different platforms right. to onboard. They all have different portals. And 
obviously like they all have different packaging requirements and uh, different invoicing requirements. But um, I think my huge advantage here is that I am, um, Joanna is is, um, six hours behind me. So I am able to work all this, all these platforms, all these platforms, all these portals, all these invoices. I'm able to work everything before they get up on the East Coast. And then we can do operations in the meanwhile. So I've been able to hold to hold all of that down. I've been able to onboard us with everything. And um, I Zoom a lot with these folks at these retailers. They can explain to me how to do their business. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah. And most people, like I said, aren't that aren't in this, uh, aren't selling product like you guys don't understand how complex it can be and all the nuances. Um, that's that's really, really exciting. How about inventory? Are you guys directly shipping inventory to the retailers or are you having, you're bringing it in then passing it through like your own like sorting? Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. No, we definitely ship it directly to the retailers. Got it. That's great. Um, how yeah. about new products? So how do you guys decide, you know, I was look, looking through again, the assortment, how do you guys decide what's going to be next? What's the new next new thing for you all in terms of a design? How do you all think about that? You know, I think that what we definitely have learned over the last so many years that we've been in business is you do have to keep coming out with new designs, especially now that we're offering wholesale to a lot of these retailers, we have to have fresh and new things. So it, it's different. It usually involves us brainstorming, but sometimes we see something that inspires us. One of the blankets that we have coming out in the next month that we're extremely proud of is a girl empowerment blanket, which basically are historical figures of women in the middle. And it says their name and on the border of the blanket are different careers that little girls can be inspired by. So we're super excited about that blanket. And again, it's just something that you know, we might see something that motivates us or we kind of have a brainstorming session and say, okay, what's next? What else would fit in our collection? And what we're also looking to in the future to expand is not only to have kids learning blankets, but also to have learning blankets for adults. And we've had a lot oh. of requests for learning blankets for the elderly too. Oh, wow. Like memory blankets and things like that. So we definitely want to expand into that space, especially now that drum roll, we are, our learning blankets are actually officially trademark registered. So we're oh, really wow. excited. Oh, wow. Which is not easy either. That process is amazing. We were, we were excited to work with a great patent attorney and we're able to get that trademark registered so that we kind of, that name is special to us as well. So yeah, we have, we have a lot in the future that we have planned, but we're excited to also get into that adult, you know, space as well. Love that. Uh, your tagline, creating products with purpose is amazing. Um, for those who don't know WeBank, um, you really you need that and want that certification if, as a women-owned business. And it's a great organization from a networking perspective, too. Um, a lot of companies ask for if you have these certifications like women-owned, veteran-owned, WeBank and whatnot. And that helps yes. you to get in the door in a lot of retailers, um, which Absolutely. is great. Absolutely. You guys know that. They have, they have, been, they have been so supportive and oh, so yeah. helpful going to the conferences, the different networking events. We're certified by WeBank. Novoba, NVBDC, and Disability In. And recently at the at the WeBank conference this June, we in Atlanta, Georgia, we were actually awarded by Novoba the Veteran Business Enterprise of the Year Award, which amazing. was extremely amazing. And they are just so supportive in helping us to find different ways to be successful. 
Very familiar with it. Yes. Um, my wife used to own a business. And so we were very involved with all the WeBank events, but um, not about me. Okay. So I love to ask, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love to ask our guests some of their biggest lessons learned. Um, I'm going to let both of you answer this one um, and we can just bounce back and forth. So we'll go like Joanna, then Barbara, then Joanna, then Barbara. Let's just do that. Um, and I, I, I can't wait to hear. And one of you must cover like the bird thing. Like what? Why? Why did it not work? Um, and how did you know it wasn't working? But OK, so some lessons learned. Share with our other entrepreneurs that are listening. Let's start with Joanna. I'll tell you the biggest thing that I've learned and worked very hard to overcome. And I think this was an issue for both of us. When we were first starting our business, we wanted everything to be perfect. We wanted everything to be done and ready before we launched, right? Yes. But what we learned is that if something is 90% ready, just go with it because you have to get started. You have to start building your platform. You have to start building your network. You have to start building your customer base. And if it's not perfect and it's not 100% done, it probably never will be 100% done. So just go for it. I and I that. think that is the biggest thing that I've learned is because we're both perfectionists. Right. And it's hard, it's hard right? It's hard. It is. it is it's hard to just say let's just let's i know go. let's do it it really is like i'm pretty detailed and anyway i just all right that's a good one um barbara okay so my big lesson learned is if something's not working out just keep trying just keep trying the craziest <laughs> solutions that you could imagine because something will work i i feel that we often find obstacles and reasons to say no or to quit, but because things seem too hard, they, they seem too difficult. They seem like they would take too much time or too much effort or, or money. But as an example, uh, hiring our business development uh, person, it, it was, I thought, my goodness, can we afford her? Can Is this going to be worth it? And it was a huge, huge step for us, but it was the best money I have ever spent. Wow. Um, so it, if something, you know, so it just if something's not working, for example, if something is not the way you want it to be, try, try different things, just try different random things. And I have found my solutions to so many problems by just trying to look at the problem from a different perspective. Um, and I think that's been a huge huge helper for me because I've been able to solve a lot of problems that way. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, that's right. Yeah. yeah it takes money to make money. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so true. I'll, I'll so throw it. Say, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I know. I was just going to say, Justin, I would say another big thing that I would just like to throw in there that I think a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with. And I, I know I do as well because I'm a mom of three kids. We live out on a farm in Romeo. I'm a big member of our community where I really like to heavily volunteer in our school district and our community. And I think work-life balance, when you're working for somebody in a nine to five job, you're done at five. But when you're an entrepreneur and you're growing your own business, where do you stop? When do you stop? Right. And that is the biggest part that I struggle with because, you know, is it 9, 10 p.m. at night? Do you go back on your computer after the kids are in bed? Do you work weekends? Because you know, the more that you put toward it, the more that you work, the more successful it'll be. So it's really hard to have that cutoff point. And that's something I still struggle with today. Yeah, I can imagine that. That's, And especially with the time change, I don't know, I, and you kind of always on, I mean, you guys are in the details and all over it together. Um, man, this is so fun. I, um, 
it's been so great meeting you and I'm excited for where you guys are headed. Uh, just looking ahead, you mentioned some of the big retail wins and the retailers you're going into are heading towards holiday now. Um, so you'll see a lot of volume. Like any other like new thinking on the horizon, things you're really thinking about in terms of uh, things you want to try, new product areas or whatnot to get into? Um, I don't know if we're trying to start any new lines. We definitely have tons of different ideas, tons of different varieties that we're trying to um, get to with our blankets and our tapestries. Um, our tapestries, as an example, are taking off right now. We did 25 uh, state tapestries with the geographical um, aspects with mountains and rivers and cities and capitals and um, all these awesome educational things. So we did the first 25 states just to try it out. And uh, now with our help of our social media experts, we have been able to partner with all these amazing teachers that love these tapestries. So I think now we're going to start going towards the, the last second 25 states because they are, they're selling very well and they're super helpful in a classroom and at home. Um, so I know we're expanding our tapestry business and uh, we're definitely going to um, uh, get a few more ponchos and a few more uh, blankets on um, online. But Joanna, have we thought about any other uh, new products? I think that's about it. No, I think really expanding our tapestry line because tapestries are really cool because they are great for the classroom, for your office, for home. They're so lightweight and easy to hang up and take down. It's not something you have to be committed to, that they're just so awesome for the classroom space. So we are going to definitely, I think right now we have 45 designs. We are going to definitely keep expanding those because we're getting a lot of different requests from different grade level teachers that want to see things for their classroom. So that's an area that we're definitely looking at expanding as well. Oh, I love that. And so, I think one more thing, if actually, Justin, if you don't mind. Yeah. I, if you're talking about expansion. So as we talked about how we are super into education and the supporter of our community. One initiative that we recently launched in the last month is something called fundraiserblankets.com. And that is a way for us to give back to local organizations and schools where they can order blankets with their school district message on them that they're able to sell as a fundraiser at wholesale costs instead of paying a ridiculous amount of money for a fundraiser um, you know, they do a lot of food and different uh, consumables and things like that. But we wanted to do something that is meaningful, that would be easy to sell in a fundraiser and to kind of help fund those programs that different schools feel are meaningful to them. So that is a big initiative that we're going to be pushing as well. That's awesome. Well, I mean, so exciting. You guys have so much going on and it's really cool to see how you guys partnered together and um, and the I love your product assortment and, and approach and um, purpose behind it, like, as you say in your, your tagline. Um, share with our audience where they can find you, connect with you, buy product, et cetera. We are on Amazon.com. Um, if you just look up Birdie Boutique and it's Birdie with a Y, B-I-R-D-Y, or you can go right to our website, Birdie, B-I-R-D-Y, Boutique.com. We're able to be found there as well. And you can also get our Amazon link right from our website. You can also find us at Meyer and this December at Harris Theater in the fall at certain Walgreens. But keep an eye on our social media, which is at sign shop birdie boutique on all the different uh, social channels. And we'll always be updating there on where we can be found at retail shelves. 
I love it. Joanna, Sarah, and Barbara Kent. So great having you on the podcast. Can't wait to have you back on. You got to come back. I mean, like, yeah, it's early days. It's like you guys are a couple years in, but I mean, like, you got runway in front of you. So you got to come share more with us down the road. Really appreciate you being here with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Justin. Thanks for having us. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.